Welcome to the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus for the 13th week of Ordinary Time. Welcome, Your Excellency. Hello, and uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so happy feast day. Happy feast of the Apostles Peter and Paul. It's one of my favorite uh, feast days, and one of my favorite movies is uh, Paul, Apostle of Christ. Have you ever seen that movie? I have. I love that, it because it makes more, it real. Yeah, with the Jim more Caviezel. recent one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. It's it's an it's an interesting movie because it's it's not so much it's it's not what I expected. It's not the missionary journeys of Paul. It's really a meditation that's based on Paul's imprisonment and um, his speaking to the early community through Luke, who wrote the Acts of the Apostles. Um, it, it's, it, it, I find it to be fascinating, yes. Very real, as you say. Yeah, and it's a, it's a lot like The Chosen in that uh, it's scriptural in its basis, but it fills in some of the blanks and it makes it a little bit more um, appropriate and, and kind of um, thinking about what's really going on in, in Scripture. You know, I had a friend recently who put that into a context for me, which I thought was perfect. He said, he was talking about The Chosen, but I think it's true of both, um, both works, that it's very Ignatian. In other words, one of the things that St. Ignatius teaches us to do in prayer is to focus, place ourselves into the story that is given to us in Scripture, to place ourselves to be there and try to see what's going on through the eyes of the apostles, through the eyes of the person who encounters Jesus, through the eyes of a, of a bystander in the crowd. And so you're right, it kind of fills in the blanks. We don't, nobody claims that these are scriptural, or this is exactly how things happened. It's somebody's reflection, somebody's prayer that we're invited into so that we too can put ourselves into what we do know of the sacred text in, in, in the scriptures. So I think those kinds of um, productions, one is a film movie, one is a mini-series, or well, a series, I should say, a multi-year series, um, is that you put the combination, watch the film, watch the show, and read the scriptures, and then do your own reflection. And it, 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 some of these productions are really quite good. They give us an insight um, and help us to look at the scriptures a little bit di- differently, to pick up on details that we may have missed. I, mm-hmm. I find that as many times as I've read over things. Every once in a while I see a, a detail that, oh, yeah, I never really paid much attention to this or that. <laughs> I agree. Now, on this solemnity feast of uh, Peter and Paul, isn't this um, a little bit of a, a hearkening to our current age, uh, the Holy Spirit is working in their era, and the Holy Spirit is working amongst us now. You, you've got it exactly right. You, you know, celebrating Peter and Paul, we're really celebrating the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who worked in their lives. And um, one of the things I often think of when I uh, think of St. Peter and Paul and all the early apostles is the way that the Holy Spirit pushed them beyond their own limits, beyond their own expectation, you know. Um, Peter and the early apostles, they were pretty content when the Holy Spirit came to them at Pentecost, they, and they went out and started preaching very boldly, and people came to them. They were glad to stay right there, but that's not what Jesus asked them to do. And it was the push of the Holy Spirit that sent believers out into other cities and towns 
It was the push of the Holy Spirit. It was the appearance of the risen Christ that knocked uh, Peter and um, Paul rather off his horse mm-hmm. and changed his whole way of viewing things. He he was convinced that he was right in the practice of of, of his Judaism. And in fact, Jesus showed him something different. And and the Holy Spirit kept pushing Paul so that the church was not just a nice movement that lasted a few years in Jerusalem, but that Jesus' command, proclaim the gospel even to the ends of the earth and know that I am with you always, through the power of the Holy Spirit, pushing those apostles, Jesus' command was fulfilled. Mm. And that same Holy Spirit's with us today. That same Holy Spirit kind of pushes us along, opens us to new opportunities, asks, has us looking at the age. You were saying how the age today is different. We, you and I have had the chance to talk um, at times about uh, this book from Christendom to apostolic, um, the apostolic age. We're in an apostolic age. We, we, we're not in a society that supports or just has the worldview of Christianity. Mm-hmm. So we're not unlike the apostles, preaching the gospel, sometimes for the first time, and, and for some to hear. Um, but there's an excitement about that and new opportunities. It does mean we have to look at doing things differently than we've always done. It sometimes means that we have to make sacrifices. Sometimes it means we have to step out beyond our limits. Um, but the Holy Spirit will, will guide us and help us. And we have the testimony of the apostles to assure us. We see, yep, the Holy Spirit did it once before. The Holy Spirit can do it now. Mm. And the importance of community, right, to, to build yourself and, and the community up so that uh, you can face the world that is on a different page in a way that has some confidence. Indeed. Um, that, that sense of the community, the community of the church, the community entrusted to St. Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus said, um, when Peter made the profession of faith, I will build my church. You are a rock, and I, on, this church, on this rock I will build my church. And then when Jesus rose from the dead, he asked Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes. Three times, third time, Peter said, Lord, you know, I love you. But each time, Jesus said, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my lambs that sense of community, that Christ, through the power of now of the Holy Spirit, lives in this community. And, and he gives us the leadership to preserve the deposit of faith, not to be perfect, but always to be faithful in proclaiming, you are the Christ. In the first reading today, I, I had a question. I don't know if um, this is something that You'll have an answer for uh, off the top of your head. We haven't talked about this before, but after Jesus drove out the demoniacs, um, he went into the town, and then the whole town came out to meet him. But when they saw him, they begged him to leave their district. Why is that? That may be the reading for um, Thursday. Today we actually have Ah, special... Mm-hmm. We have special readings uh, before the Feast of the Apostles. But I think sometimes, let's, let's look at that uh, passage. Sometimes the power of God is so overwhelming. It's, it's amazing. We, when we see the power of God, there's nothing we can do except to be amazed. And sometimes the reaction of some people is to shy away, to run away. Um, let's, let's stick with Peter, for example. So remember when... Jesus stepped into the boat 
and he caught that great, amazing catch of fish. Peter's first reaction was, leave me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Mm-hmm. You know, leave me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. But But Jesus doesn't leave him. Jesus draws him deeper. And so, you know, the, we have that same reaction in the crowd. Sometimes it's like in the face of the Almighty, it's like, we're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's not unusual in our own experience, too. We're, when the Holy Spirit pushes us beyond our limits, we 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 might want to say, oh, Lord, I'm not ready for this. Let me stick with what's comfortable. Let me stay with what's familiar. Again, I go back to Peter. Remember, the, the, I mentioned the encounter, Do You Love Me? Re- remember the setting for that story. It's after the resurrection. Jesus appeared to them. They're trying to figure this all out. They're, they're happy. They're, they're amazed, that, you know, happy that Jesus is alive. But, you know, at one point, Peter just says, I'm going fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He just says to the others, I'm going fishing. I'm going back to what's familiar. I'm going back to what I used to do. Not, I mean, it didn't sound like he was leaving and putting it all. But he just said, I need, it's like comfort food. Mm-hmm. I'm going to what's familiar. I, I, need, I, I need a break. But even there, Jesus goes and searches him out in the everyday. You know? So, um, so, so, so yeah, um, sometimes the power of Jesus, and now what we see it as in the power of the Holy Spirit, can overwhelm us, and we want to say, no, not now, not me. But the Lord never does leave us. He might give us our space, but he stays close by. And that is just an amazing gift. And we, we, we experience that powerfully in, in, in the Holy Eucharist, and in his constant abiding strength. Mm-hmm. We had so a chance I, to, to meet uh, on Sunday night. Uh, you, you visited uh, the St. Gabriel Radio concert on Scioto Park with Seth Schleter. And um, it was a little hot, but it was a beautiful, beautiful night. Um, what were your impressions of uh, Seth and well, his first message? Of all, first of all, I want to thank uh, St. Gabriel Radio. What a great thing for our community, thank you for sponsoring a concert. I understand there are concerts in that park every Sunday night. And for us to kind of to put a stake in the ground, to use it as an opportunity to pray, to gather for, for worship, it was a great, great blessing. But it was a great evening. I have to say, I loved it at so many levels. Well, first of all, you're right. I thought that um, uh, Seth uh, Schleter had such a powerful message and um i i i know him a little bit from damascus he's one of the missionaries at damascus and so he usually leads the music um when i'm there for mass and um and so it it was a it was beautiful prayer beautiful testimony beautiful giving himself over to the gospel of jesus christ so uh, i i give him all kinds of credit um for that and i thank him but wasn't it great to see so many families out mm. on a summer evening? Yeah, I know it was a little hot, but you know what? This is what we long for all year long, right? We wait. <laughs> I, I love the long evenings. I love the fact 
that the day doesn't end at six o'clock, you know, lights out, dark, it's dark outside, everybody huddle in. We've got to do that at a certain point. But the fact that we can be out and about and enjoy each other's company, have had, you know, good days, busy days doing our own thing, but then come together just to be together. And in this case, be together to pray. Um, and support one another. You spoke before about community, the Holy Spirit tying us together in community and then helping us to encourage each other on the way. That's what happened Sunday night. And um, and it was just great. I, I, I ran across so many people who I encounter in our different parishes. Um, and I, 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 I repeat, but so many families, it was just seemed great little children it was great seeing little children running around mm-hmm. and and seeing some of the uh teens at, in the, at the second half they they had their own uh i don't know what they call it like a dance pit or something like that <laughs> you know in the concert they all sort of made their way up to the stage and they were all doing praise and worship um wow I, I, I can't say enough. It, 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 these are some of the things that I long for in the summer, and I was so glad to have that. And thanks again to St. Gabriel Radio for providing that for us. Well, I was just so touched to see you interact with uh, so many families, so many children, and everybody just smiling and, like you said, playing. It was uh, it was a great evening, and it's so important for us to remember that on Sunday that we rest and we rest in the Lord. We rest and we rest in the Lord. And, you know, you're right. Everybody was smiling. We were, it was a... a very upbeat kind of day. But, you know, I do know, we know that there were families there carrying tremendous burdens. Mm. Um, and there were lots of prayers. You know, I, in the reading, in today's reading, it's when Peter is um, is arrested, thrown into prison. James is killed. And um, Peter was being kept in prison, but prayer by the church was fervently being made by God I'm sorry, prayer by the church was fervently being made to God on Peter's behalf. The prayers of the church being fervently made. I had a sense of that. I know we were praying for people who were sick, relatives who were sick, um, and um, people who we promised prayers to. So lots of prayer warriors were out um, praying, yes, particularly for a young child who was undergoing surgery. I've been praying for the father of one of the missionaries at Damascus last night at St. Peter's in Columbus, another child asking for prayers. That was very true there, too. So there was a lot of joy and a lot of smiling, but it wasn't make-believe joy. These were people being together, supporting each other in prayer, praying fervently. Mm. Boy, what a beautiful, um, what a beautiful community we have, and if you have a prayer request, you can call St. Gabriel Radio. You could go to the Diocese of Columbus uh, and ask for those prayers. Uh, we have our prayers printed out, and we place them in our chapel, and we pray for those when we um, recite the Divine Mercy Chaplet in the afternoon at 3 o'clock. But it is so important for us to be with each other and present. And when we are, it's surprising how many crosses are being lifted and how much we can help the, the other person carry that cross. Precisely. That's so so important. And that's, again, the power of the Holy Spirit drawing us together in prayer, teaching us how to pray, and helping us to rely on the power of Christ. And to say in our prayers, which is the hardest of all, thy will be done. We turn it all over to God because we know that God loves us. And could you close us with your prayer, Bishop Brennan, and your blessing? Sure. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. By the keys of St. Peter, and the words of St. Paul, and by the support of their intercession, may you find strength in this life to bear witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And may God bring us happily to that homeland that Peter attained on the cross, and Paul by the blade of a sword. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop Brennan, for joining us again. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.